What's the goal of the FNF Coaches Podcast? We want you to learn something from the best coaches in high school football. We hope that you'll jot down some notes that will help you improve your program. Welcome to the FNF Coaches Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Guttenplan. Today's podcast is going to help you come up with a health and safety plan for your team so that you don't have any players who suffer from heat-related illnesses. Our guest is Cold Daddy CEO, Hobby Howell. He talks about how his company's patented portable water chillers make the game safer for coaches and players. Before we get to the podcast, some quick notes. If you want to receive a notification on your phone every time we produce a weekly podcast, subscribe to the FNF Coaches Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or Google Play. Go ahead and give it a five-star review. To check out new content, visit fnfcoaches.com. Follow us on Twitter at FNFCoaches to see all of the content as soon as it's posted. Well, let's get right to the interview with Cold Daddy CEO, Hobby Howell. Hobby, thanks so much for joining the FNF Coaches podcast. Dan, I'm excited to be part of it. Thanks for asking. Well, I wanted to start off, um, you know, we're getting into the summer months and people, coaches especially, need to be thinking about heat-related illnesses uh, on the football field. And um, I know this is a product that can help coaches avoid that and have a plan in place so that they don't experience some of those heat-related illnesses that are so commonplace or across the country, particularly in those July-August months. Now, first, I'll start with the background on Cold Daddy and your background. How did the idea for Cold Daddy come about? Well, Dan, a, a trainer at uh, Baylor University, the head athletic trainer, um, Mike Sims, got tired of hauling ice. He wasn't actually doing it, but he got tired of watching his uh, GAs do it, I guess. Um, but he, he just felt like there had to be a better way to chill water without – using up all, all that ice. And, and as a professional football trainer said, renting water, uh, you know, when you're, when you're using ice for that purpose, you're basically renting water. So anyway, he got with a couple of friends of his who are not trainers, but who were uh, very good HVAC guys. And they came up with a water chiller that's portable and electric. And so really all you have to do, since it's portable, you can take it out on the field. You can take it outside the training room. You can use it inside the training room. Uh, All you have to do is plug it in, put the hoses in your tub of water, whatever tub you want to use. We prefer you use our tub uh, for a lot of reasons that I could get into later. But uh, put the hoses in there and turn it on and set your temperature and walk away. And so instead of um, having to worry, you know, is the water going to be cold enough? Is it going to be, is, am I going to lose the ice? Is it going to be warmed up by the time I need it? Um, you know, you, you would have to time your ice dumps, we'll call them, uh, to the end of practice. So that when practice is over, your, your cold water therapy is ready and the right temperature. Uh, with the cold daddy chillers, all you have to do when you get there in the morning, the guys that use them say, get there in the morning, turn them on and forget about it because they're going to be ready all day. They can run all day and all night. Uh, they can run just like uh, your AC unit at home. Uh, you know, you don't ever turn that off. You just set your temperature. Right. And when, when your AC unit gets the temperature uh, of the air in your home down to whatever you've set it to, 
then it turns off and then there's an offset. So when it gets up to, let's say, five degrees warmer, the AC unit turns back on and chills the air. That's exactly how the cold adding water chiller works. So you set your temperature, most trainers like 50, and we've got a five degree offset. So the temperature is constantly between 50 and 55 degrees for the entire duration that it's on. Wow. Yeah, no, that sounds great. And a lot of coaches, um, we've talked before about how coaches, you know, you you think that you have yourself covered. And a lot of coaches say, oh, we have plenty of water out on the field. Or if it's 95 degrees, we're going to give them plenty of breaks. And that's kind of their plan about heat-related illnesses. But you need an emergency plan because this uh, it can be a big problem. How big, I know that you have stats that speak to how it is such a big problem, especially in high school football. How big of a problem is heat-related illness? Well, the uh, the CDC, uh, which, of course, everybody's heard a lot about in the last year and a half. Right. Uh, this is a study that they, they did uh, that stated that heat illness is the leading cause of death and disability among high school athletes. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, if you hear that, uh, you know, that, that is a pretty stunning, uh, pretty stunning statement. They estimate that an average of more than 9,000 high school athletes are affected by heat illness each year. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's a lot of kids and, and their coaches are doing a good bit with breaks. As you said, uh, you know, we're going to give them a lot of breaks. We're going to keep them hydrated and all of that certainly helps. But at the end of the day, you can you cannot tell who because you don't know everybody's complete medical history, uh, who on your team is going to have some heat related illness. So it's extremely important to be prepared for that event in case it happens. And based on statistics, it's probably going to happen. The coaches that I talk to and the trainers. Uh, tell me, you know, they talk in numbers of, you know, this is how many, this is how many we had to send to the hospital. This is how many we had to ice, but didn't have to send to the hospital. Uh, so it happens and it's, and it's more common than, than you'd think. And, and probably coaches are aware of that. Um, but the, the critical point of having something ready um, when that happens, you know, a lot of coaches will say, well, you know, we've got an ice machine and we've got a tub and we can chill it down. And that's certainly probably true, but you've got only 15 minutes from the onset of this heat related illness. And the onset doesn't mean when the kid falls out, the onset started before that. So really you, you're not ever sure when that 15 minutes started. So it's critical that you have something ready immediately to, uh, get that get that athlete uh, submerged in cold water uh, instead of having to scramble around and oh crap our ice machine broke now we got to run to the cafeteria well you know that that uh, that adds up time wise and you're just you're you're really against a pretty strong clock there yeah and that's why cold daddy's products uh, the fact that they're portable is so important because it's not like, you know, you said you have that 15 minutes. A lot of times you don't identify that until you're five minutes in, 10 minutes in, and the kid's starting to have a really tough time. What, how are the, uh, the tubs, uh, how, how are they transported? How can you get them out to the field? Well, of course, now the tubs, we've got, I've got two different products, the chiller, which chills water in any tub, and then, and then the tubs. Uh, the chillers obviously are on four wheels, 
with a like they pull like a wagon actually um and the wheels are big enough that they'll go through turf real well and and bumpy ground and whatever you whatever you have um the tubs are 130 pounds Uh, they're built like a yeti they're 69 inches in diameter uh, so they're rather large tub uh double wall foam insulation between the walls so it is actually built like a yeti uh it holds it holds ice and cold water just like a yeti would um so those you can roll if you'd like to on their side uh they're they've got four built-in handles so two people can very easily carry one mm-hmm. uh or if one person needs to uh they can drag it. If they don't want to roll it on its side, they can drag it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not as, as hard as it, as you might think. Um, it's actually easier than the oblong uh, black Rubbermaid tubs um, that most people use. I, we, I'm from Texas. I call them horse troughs. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you mentioned the foam, you know, in between, uh, you know, in the tub and it's, it's lightweight. Uh, what is the significance of the materials? Like you said, it's built like a Yeti. How does that make it better than just the standard tubs that most coaches, you know, haul out to practice or even yeah. just keep in the weight room or keep in the training room? Yeah, Dan, that's a great, great uh, question. The the tubs, first of all, the, the uh, Rubbermaids that a lot of people use are black, right. uh, which is fantastic for conducting heat, yeah. which is exactly what you don't want. Uh, most, most, Programs that I see when I walk up um, to visit, they've got the black Rubbermaid tub sitting on concrete, not in the shade. Right. You've got a concrete, which is a fantastic heat conductor as well. And then you've got the black Rubbermaid. So your ice really doesn't stand a chance. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the bay tubs are made of, of a polymer that is, and it's blue. It's a very hard surface um, that withstands withstands all the dragging and, and a lot of abuse that you'd want to put it through. Um, and then the insulation in there obviously pr- provides a barrier between on the base, uh, between the concrete or whatever surface you're putting it on. So there's a barrier there and there's a barrier on all the sides. And when you put the cover on it, that performs the service of another barrier on top. So you're actually reflecting all the heat away from your ice so and your water. So your ice doesn't have anything working against it. So it can only work on the water. As soon as it gets the water down uh, to temperature, it stays there. In fact, um, Dan, I was at a uh, doing a demonstration at a professional football uh, facility two weeks ago. And I said, well, let's, let's just try this. So you can see how do you, when do you normally get out there? So I got out there at seven fifteen with them and uh, we, we put ice and water in, in a tub, bay tub and covered it up. And I said, okay, I'll be back at, uh, at two 30. And so from seven fifteen to two 30, that it sat there in the, in the heat. Now it wasn't the shade, but it was on concrete. Um, and when we took the cover off at two 30, there was still about three inches of ice floating on top of that, on top of that, uh, water in the bay tub. So it, 
withstood all that, all the heat uh, for that period of time. And then without putting more ice in it, we put the cover back on it. And at about 10 o'clock the next morning, there was still ice floating in the water. Wow. So it's, it does act just like a Yeti. That's, that's remarkable. And what's the time from, you said, you know, most coaches prefer 50 to 55 degrees. Uh, and you said, you know, you come in in the morning, hit the button, and then, you know, it's going to get down there. What, how, how fast can it go from, you know, say it's room temperature is 80 degrees. How fast would it take to get down to 50? It's probably, it's probably going to take, and of course it depends on, now room temp normally water comes out of the tap at about between 70, 72 and 75 degrees. Okay. So, so it will take about two hours, two to two and a half, depending on what tub you're using, depending, I mean, it depends on a lot of factors, obviously, but if you're using a bay tub with a cover, um, it's, it's not going to take but about two hours. Wow. To get down to 50. And so you said the different, uh, options that coaches can go with are the bay tub and then the cold daddy is is the whole uh you're using you're using the technology to make it electric to bring the temperature down as well as the tub those are the two options right the the cold daddy the cold daddy with with the bay tub will get you away from using ice right altogether right Uh, you can save it for your your trainers can use it for spot treatments like knees and elbows and shoulders uh and then the uh, and that that really is the most efficient way uh, to to use cold water immersion therapy. If you want to, the reason we came out with the bay tub is because the the cold daddy chillers, which come in three sizes, uh, and they they'll chill one or two tubs depending on which size you get. Um, but the uh, the reason we came out with the bay tub is because those tend to be a little little pricey for some uh high schools um and so the bay tub is is only twelve hundred dollars with the cover it's 14 uh and most most schools if they use uh cold water therapy as a you know as a precaution uh you know in case of emergency or many of them use it as a uh, just a daily routine to help their players recover from, uh, from practices. Uh, they can pay for the bay tub and the cover out of their ice budget uh, in just the savings that they'll experience st- while still using ice. Wow. Uh, it, it takes, you can do the same uh, depending on how often you ice your players. You can do the same with, with the cold daddy chiller and the bay tub. Huh. It just takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about uh, sanitation. You know, everybody's thinking about that now. I guess with the pandemic in the last year, how often do you recommend they empty the tub, clean it, um, do those types of things to make sure that you're not spreading any anything in the tub? Uh, they just as much as they would do in their in their other tubs uh, that you know during their normal course of action. Yeah. I wouldn't deviate from that. And the only the only cleaning really that needs to happen with the with the uh, the chillers is to run nickel safe ice machine cleaner through them a couple of times a year. Oh, okay. And that's, and that's it. That's all the maintenance there is. And we give a uh, we give a three year warranty on on all of our products. 
And you mentioned a coach had uh, kind of brought this idea to you because they were tired of lugging ice um, back and yeah. forth to the field. What was your background? Did you have a background in football or engineering or were you an inventor or how, how did you get into this? Um, well, I knew about Cold Daddy before uh, before I got into it. Okay. Uh, the group that started this uh, had a very good idea, obviously, uh, but they all had full-time jobs where they were getting a salary and benefits. Yeah. And they never could really devote the time that it took to get, uh, to get this idea off the ground. They sold some because it's a great idea and it almost sells itself. Right. Uh, if you, if, if anybody sees it, they, then it does really sell itself. But the, the, uh, the time restraints that they had, uh, you know, a trainer, for instance, this one in particular worked about 80 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other guys that were involved all had, you know, 40 plus hour a week jobs. So they really didn't have the time to invest in this. And so I got with them and, and, uh, basically took over the operation from them. They had run up a little bit of debt. And so I just, I got them out of that debt and they were, uh, one of them said, if I'd take the dip out of my mouth, he'd kiss me, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Now, how, how have you done with the pandemic? I know fundraising for high school teams has been tough because, you know, a lot of fans aren't coming out to games. They're not in the seats. They aren't able to do those door-to-door fundraisers. Have you found that – did you take a hit in the last year? Yeah, Dan, that's that's a great question. Uh, you know, when the pandemic hit, uh, we didn't know if we were would have football. Right. And, I mean, nobody knew anything about sports. Sports was the last thing on anybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the exception of the coaches probably, yeah. but the, uh, so no, it, it really, uh, was setting up to be a, a horrible, horrible experience for me because like you said, uh, you know, after we found out, yes, there will be football, well, no fans in the stands or will there be, or, you know, what, so all the uncertainty, uh, really led to, uh, canceling of, for instance, uh, the Texas, high school coaches association meeting right. or not cancellation, but virtual, mm-hmm. making it virtual and as well as all the other conventions last year. So um, when those go by, and those are, those are a big time for companies like mine that can demonstrate the product uh, without having to go to every school. People can walk by and see it. You can talk to folks. And so that, that really um, was setting me up for a terrible terrible year mm-hmm. um now a one of the professional teams um called me they had just purchased cold daddy and their coach as many of the other coaches in the nfl wanted to maintain they wanted to keep icing their players but they wanted to do it while socially distancing hmm. and so to accomplish that they tried to they had a big indoor pool, they tried to just dump as much ice as they needed to in that pool to make it a cold time. <laughs> uh, that didn't work. No. And so the trainer called me and uh, we worked worked out a deal. He had actually ended up um, buying a lot of cold daddy chillers and so they could socially distance and uh, continue to perform their cold water therapy as as they had 
in the uh, in their OTCs and and uh, training camps the year before. So cold day really came to the rescue for them, and and they came to the rescue for me yeah. because I was I was uh, a little puckered. Yeah, absolutely. Now the uh, when you say I, it sounds like you know you you prefer to do the kind of in person demonstrations and the product sells itself. And it, it sounds like you've been able to get back out and start to do that again now. Is that the case? Yeah, I, I have been. Um, not as much in the high schools, but with the uh, professional football franchises. Yeah. Um, and they've been very receptive. Uh, obviously, they've got bigger budgets right. than, than high schools. I think the high schools and to some degree, the colleges are, are still kind of recovering yeah. from, you know, from the, the – type of season that we had last year right yeah and some of them just finished their season i know, you know i was gonna say yeah there's a whole uh group of states you know like 15 states didn't play at all in the fall and then uh we were just going through the other day we do a program where we pick coaches of the year for each state and so the other day we were like well let's go through the spring season's just finishing up let's pick those and and so many of those states that played this spring, they played like four to- four total games or six total games and, you know, no postseason, yeah. no playoffs. And it was like, man, those states that got bumped to the spring really, you know, had it bad. But, um, you know, it seems like everybody's kind of had it bad in their own way in the last year. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, – is there anything else before we let you go, like anything else coaches should be thinking about as they – approach uh, you know how to deal with heat related illnesses if they're starting to think about investing money in a, in a product like cold daddy uh dan i think that that the most important thing is to um look at your budget because the biggest problem that i see when i talk to coaches um and trainers for that matter but coaches mainly uh you know they say i want it but i didn't budget for it i just turned in my budget mm-hmm. So, you know, with the tubs, you can you can pay those pay for those outside out of your ice budget uh, because it will literally save you uh, enough money to pay for those in ice cost alone. And I don't whether you're buying your ice or making it at the school uh, with ice machines. So the budgeting process and letting me know um, because we don't have I, I tend, we make a lot of these. Uh, and custom make their custom orders. So, and that has to do with a few of the different things that we can, that we can add on to make it work for the, uh, the team that's buying them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or work best. So those, those, those are two things, you know, the budget and then letting me know when you're interested. So I can start, um, you know, building your machine Right. Uh, and get it to you on time because there's a, with the pandemic there, here's another related pandemic uh, thing that affects me. Uh, the company that makes the, one of the, the biggest part of the chiller um, is under the government wartime act. Um, and so they're making stuff for the government ahead of, every civilian order right. uh, in mine are civilian orders. So uh, a lot of mine get a lot of my stuff experiences a longer lead time right. to get in. So, and that's another reason that a lot of these are custom made. Mm-hmm. And wh- where are you based out of? Are you in Texas? Yep. In Waco, Texas. Oh, okay. 
Very nice. Home, home of the Baylor Bears and yeah. and I guess I should say Magnolia and Fixer Upper. Because okay. more people know about Magnolia and Fixer Upper, I think, right now than than uh, Baylor University. Well, they just had a great uh, men's basketball season, didn't they? That fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't, they really couldn't have done any better yeah. uh, you know, when you win the national championship. That's kind of it. Exactly. Um, and they, they worked very hard for that. I will, I will say one other thing that, that might be, uh, might be of, of interest to all the coaches, Dan, and that is that since the cold daddy chillers and the tubs are portable, uh, I've seen a lot of schools not only have to get money from their budget, but track is a huge uh, user, cross-country uses, uh, cold water therapy. Any other sport that's in your school that uses cold water therapy can share in the cost of this. Right. And because it's portable, you can have it at the field house, you can have it at the track, you can have it wherever you want mm-hmm. at different times of the year. So you really can use this year round. That makes such a big difference, too, when you're trying to drum up money for things like this. We hear it all the time with coaches who are either trying to uh, resurface their field or, you know, improve the locker rooms, improve the weight room. If you can tie in other sports and, you know, other activities, uh, that benefit from it, that, that makes a big difference. And, uh, and what's the website? Is it colddaddy.com or that's it? Colddaddy.com. Colddaddy.com. Okay. Well, Hobby, it's been a pleasure talking to you about this and it's good timing because we're coming into the summer months where every coach can benefit from a product like this. Thanks so that's much for joining good. us. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks to Cold Daddy CEO Hobby Howell for joining the podcast. To learn more about the Cold Daddy products, visit colddaddy.com. Don't forget to give the pod a five-star review from your preferred platform. The FNF Coaches Podcast is an AE Engine production. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. 
Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyIND.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, IND, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.